It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know that my updates are going to be quite interesting. That's sadly, all right. Sadly, yeah. sadly. <laughs> um, we always find something to talk about. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's, st- there's I can- stuff to talk about. I, I just wish I were further along. But anyway, what, what, do you mm-hmm. want to give your update first? Sure. Like, What's life been like for the last, what, two weeks, three weeks? Yeah, last two weeks have been some of the busiest in the whole year for us, actually. Um, oh, nice. I had a conference talk last week in SF at, at NextConf, oh, nice. and then Tuesday we shipped our Remix course. So now we have four I full courses that. on Build UI. I saw the Remix course come through. I was pumped for you. Yeah. Um, large email, long email, which was mm-hmm. which I thought was good. I don't know. Maybe, maybe people don't like it, but um, yeah. Tell me, tell me more about the, the course launch. How did that go? Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. Um, you know, we started the remix course in February (laughs) and that's because, and we started it without much planning and in February we were still a a subscription site. So, um, we were kind of doing it like the way we make courses for Ember map and I just wanted to make an app and I knew I could just kind of record a video as I went along building it mm-hmm. in whatever way I would. It's a nice model for like doing weekly videos. It's like, all right, let's just yeah. work on the next thing. Right. Um, and then in March and April, we switched to lifetime. And while we were working on getting the site up and everything in March, I started also uploading my tailwind course that I had made for egghead into build yep, UI be- yep. to get more videos on the site to try to combat churn. And so that was kind of how the course started. Then we switched to lifetime and like the whole business changed and a lot changed about it. Anyways, long story short, like basically got kind of sidelined and, you know, made some progress in the spring and then the summer. And then me and Ryan decided like, okay, we need to, you know, we need to finish these courses up because we were trying to figure out you know, the business made a lot of changes and it was marketing and YouTube became more important and we didn't have to fight churn anymore. And so the, the course was just kind of sitting there for a little bit. And then we were like, all right, we, we got to put some deadlines on this stuff. That's what we kind of did this fall. And that worked really well. So like Ryan was like, you know, we're going to finish the server components course end of September. We're going to do early bird pricing end of that uh, in the middle of October and then we're going to ship the remix course at the end of October and so we hit all those and so that really you know deadlines are amazing as everybody knows but it's hard to always take them seriously or to figure out what's realistic so that was the main goal over the last six or so weeks that I've really been spending a lot of time on the remix course Um, and I was happy to get the email off because that was the goal and I worked a lot uh, and it was busy because of the conference talk, but I was still working on the on the course. And, you know, I was up till like 3.30 on uh, Monday. And then I woke up and I was on my desk from like 8 a.m. till like 6.30, you know, and I just didn't, I was just working on finishing up the course and getting the email out. And we had a list of things we wanted to do. And the email was, was for us like finishing the course at the bare yep. minimum. And um, that's kind of where it, it ended. And so... That was the goal. It was like just trying to flex that muscle of taking a deadline seriously. And, you know, it just has a magical way of, of forcing the work to get done. Um, yeah. So, and so, uh, so, so that was the main goal. And, and uh, I still want to do a YouTube video about it and make a Twitter thread about it. But it's, it's, we can talk more about it's not really like changing sales at all right now. And we can talk more about why, but what, um, what, that, what was, isn't that was the, the course release. The cor- yeah, the course. We didn't have like a bump in sales the way we did with our other courses. Interesting. What, let's dive in there. Why? Why? Why do you think that is? Yeah. So lots of thoughts, but basically, we didn't really launch it in the same way we did the other one. So Framer Motion had a lot of like buildup because yep. you know the whole compressing the spring thing. I had been making lots of frame or motion videos on YouTube and tweeting about it and sharing recipes. So by the time the course came out, people were excited about it. And that's an important part, you know, of launching a course and the remix stuff, because of the way it was created and developed, like 
you know, it, it was started in February. People were watching it, but then it was like, you know, you're three or four videos in, you've kind of started an app, maybe you've made the form and then it just kind of drops off. And then, you know, back then, because I was doing it kind of just on a weekly, a regular schedule. And so, you know, in the last like six weeks or whatever, I've just finished the course and I've been talking a little bit about it, but we also had, you know, the early bird stuff, the server component stuff, and then I have my next comp talk. So I think it's just important for the launch to be focused and kind of how we talked a few weeks ago about marketing campaigns. I think that's important. So for me, this wasn't really like our first kind of end to end course launch with the new model and the way we want to try it. That's going to be our course in November, um, sure. which is going to be on Radix. But uh, yeah, I, I think so. I still need to do the YouTube video and a tweet thread and the folks in Remix have been sharing it and they're going to share it with their newsletter. So, you know, I, I expect some people to, to buy it for sure. Um, and over time, I expect a lot of people to, but in terms of the launch, you know, that's, that's kind of what happened. So obviously I'm, it was like, yeah, go ahead. I'm not sure I'm following though. Are you saying you didn't do your launch because you weren't compressing the spring this whole time because you were sort of, there was a lull in between? Yeah, sorry. I, I I have like a lot on yeah. my mind because me and Ryan talked about this for like six yeah. hours yesterday. Um, I'm saying that we launched the course with sending an email and a yep. mention on Twitter, but I didn't do like a full, your full launch that you're yes. planning on doing for for your new courses. Is what you're saying. Yes, exactly. Why, did, why not do that? Well, because we did. I I did the best I could by the deadline that I had put up, uh -huh. and because of the way the course was developed and because of it starting in February and ending, you know, yesterday or whatever, two days ago, it felt more important for us to finish the course, kind of like paying off debt. Like we had this half completed course sure. and it's like a great course, which is part of the frustration because I'm really proud of the, of the material. And, you know, and I think a lot of people know that, which is why folks like Ryan Florence, who, who works on the uh, on, who built Remix, um, is like taking an interest in it. So I'm, I'm really proud of that and happy with that. Right. But as far as trying to maximize the revenue, the, the, the sales, that wasn't really the primary goal because, be, again, because of the fact that it started when we were basically a different business and because I think the compressing I, the spring and, and creating hype I, is an important part of maximizing sales. Sure. Sure. I wonder, I wonder, I don't know if this is true. So <laughs> sorry if I'm pushing in the wrong button, but, uh, it, it almost sounds like excuses for not doing the marketing kind of thing. Like, I don't know why not do, I, I, well, it's all about trade-offs, right? Like yes. I understand your, your goal was like, let's just get this course out of the way. We just want to have the four courses or whatever. And we want to yes. like, like with I a new price point and, mm -hmm. and you wanted to hit the deadline because you, you want to start treating these deadlines for real, which I think is great. Um, but I still don't understand, you know, there's sort of like a trade, there's like a cost benefit analysis. They're like, okay, if you put an extra, I don't know, a day into marketing, maybe like into a tweet, a nicer tweet. And I, I don't know what kind of marketing you were thinking. Like if you're thinking a full blown video on, on YouTube, maybe that's like a week and maybe that's not worth it. Uh, but I don't know if there so, was some, some, some amount of extra time that is, um, that brings you a lot more revenue because it's a little bit more of a launch. Right. Even so if it's an extra is day or something. Yeah, so this is what me and Ryan were talking about yesterday, but you know, it's a good question. And yeah, um, basically, like, obviously, it was frustrating to have poured so much into the course and not see the kind of results we had before, just even with like the server components course and the tailwind course. And I mean, it's also just early, but we we didn't. So we've been busy. I've been like extremely busy and I sent the email and it was like 630, right? And I wanted to get that out because I wanted to hit the deadline because that's been one of our biggest problems is just being focused and, and using that to like cut scope also. Okay. So there's, yeah, there's like a lot here, but basically I wanted to hit the deadline because we said that's what we wanted to do and think it's important. And then we talked about our course for November, which is Radix. And we started with, when do we want to launch the course? Right? Let's say November 31st. And that means that means the course needs to, the video, the product, like this is kind of what, how we were talking about it. Like 
the actual material, let's say, is the product, and then everything else is the marketing. That means the mm. product, the videos, have to be done, you know, by like, let's say, November 20th, so that we're not in this situation and we actually have the time and space to do the marketing in a proper way. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, or, or you can do, do them concurrently, basically. Still, you or, have yes, to take, right. But, but roughly you, speaking, yes. you still need you still need a sort of like you a need week to or so take of, you of need time. to carve out. To, yes, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. yep. And so, um, we talked about. Okay, we understand all that. Happy, we hit the deadline. Now that we have the course, it's really good and it's ready to go. We were talking about wanting to ship a course in November. Yeah, again to flex this muscle and. And now that we're starting off kind of at the end and we don't have to fight churn and we can say, okay, what course can we get done in November? Uh -huh. And that's going to actually let us practice scoping down, right? Because this course was really hard to change the scope of because of the way it started and the way it was yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. So Makes that sense. was really, really tough. And um, now if we say, okay, we have, you know, November and then look at how many days of work we have, like Thanksgiving and travel and stuff like that. Now we can start at the end and say, okay, let's start with a demo. And that's where we can practice the, the scope cutting during the prep and then making sure we have time for the marketing because it, all, it, it just happens a lot, you know, that this happens. So sure. we were talking about that and then we said, okay, you know, given that we can either basically start like today on this because November is just going to go fast. This time of year just goes yeah. fast with holidays Super and everything. Fast. It just is hard. So should we start today on this? And then we had basically the conversation that like we're having where, you know, we ask like, it's kind of this question of like, okay, should we try? How much juice is there to squeeze for right now? We're, again, we're really happy. Everyone who's already members watching the course is liking it. And we're happy as part of our suite because it's like one of those fundamental foundational courses it's like covers everything it's like an end-to-end -end app you learn a lot and so we're glad it's in the library and whereas like but but framer motion is kind of in some sense well it's easier to market at the beginning because it's kind of like visual and animations and also because i had been doing it and compressing that spring so then it's like because we haven't been compressing this spring and you know it took us nine months from the first day we recorded the video till we shipped it. Um, how much is it worth to squeeze for the launch? And if, if it's, if, if the buildup and the marketing during the course and towards the end is important, it's like how much of the potential is not there because of the way it was developed. And therefore, whether it's worth, is it worth it to, to spend another week or two, on marketing it or should we just start fresh with radix yeah, and, and get more reps you know what i'm saying and really practice flow. the the whole flow the campaign and really practice shaping shaping the campaign shaping the course in a way that's going to make room for this stuff and not just let it fall by the side because it always does because you know this is just the hardest sure. stuff for us so right. we kind of landed after i put it out you know they said that um ryan said he was going to you know share it on the remix newsletter and that he really likes our, our content. And so that made us feel like, okay, in that case, let's do a, you know, a little bit more work. And so I want to do a YouTube video and I want to do a Twitter thread on like the way I did it with tailwind, my course where like my favorite things I learned and the YouTube video is going to be like adding a feature to the work journal to make optimistic UI, which is something Ryan's been talking a lot about and something I, I'm really interested in. And then I'll, I'll be able to mention the course in the video there. So, um, so you are going to do that. I am going to do that. And so we kind of decided like, let's take a, take another week and a half because like I'm try I'm leaving town today. So tomorrow I'm going to be, in I'm going to be in Colorado, actually your old stomping grounds. Um, uh, not, I don't know if it's my old stomping grounds. That's or not your stomping grounds, but your, <laughs> yeah, brother, yeah, your yeah, family yeah. lives. Yeah. So, um, on Friday, I'm going to be out in the weekend and then next week my sister and my two nephews are coming wednesday to friday and so um we decided like a youtube video and a twitter thread and then some stuff for the email and just like polishing up the the page a little bit so that if people land there it feels and looks more like a course page you know there's like a million things we've been wanting to do but we've been focusing on content 
So that's so we did decide that. And so it probably means that we're not going to have a radix course done by November 30th, which is originally we wanted to just start end to end month and just take it. And like given all the things, whether it's a hard month because of travel and holidays or not, as practice, flex the scoping muscle and do it. But I, I think we kind of decided like December 15th. So if we do like basically November 13th to December 15th, that is, you know, that's like 30 calendar days. Yeah, um, yeah gotcha. And then, and then we were also talking like, well, maybe December 15th is not like a great time to launch a course because of Christmas. So maybe we launch it on the first, but that the 15th would be like when everything would could be, be launched done. in a yeah. sense. Yes, exactly. So anyways, that's, that's kind of where we ended up. Okay. Okay. So, so you are going to do more marketing in, in some ways, like you're going to do, the we're going to do more, we're going to do more marketing, but I, I, maybe the reason it sounded like I was trying to avoid it is because I've been frustrated this week and because it took mm -hmm. so much effort and it's just like a, it feels like a fumbled launch because you know, it's just Got like, it. yeah, it's just like too much effort that was spread over too long. And I know there's a lot of people who would benefit and love this and we're just not reaching them right now, but that's, we know why, but it's still, it's just, um, yeah, it's just hard. Right. I mean, it, it's yeah, just like, true. you you have to, so, so I just, it, but, it, but it, in spite of that, I wouldn't change how the last few months have went because I wanted, a, we wanted, we decided to clear our plate and start fresh and like really take that seriously, like the planning and the ability to cut scope and just trying to do correct the things that we've done wrong in the past. So if that makes sense. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I can justify every step of the way. And also like back when we started the remix course and then we switched to like to lifetime, like that stuff took priority and no, it, it makes yeah, sense. I, 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 yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think you should necessarily feel bad about it. I, I totally get it when you, when it drags on and you're like, my gosh, it's the end of the year. And we started this at the right. beginning of the year and what right. happened. And like, you right. can work, you can work back through certain steps. And right. Like, oh yeah. This is what happened. This is so, yeah, no, I, I was more, I was curious why you weren't going to do any marketing. Not that you have right. to, I, I think maybe I just also confused. I think you were thinking of like, I need to do all the marketing marketing and land with a bang. Cause that's how like the best course mm -hmm. releases are like, you, you know, but I mm -hmm. think it's fine if you don't necessarily do that and you still do what you're doing, which is like, now you're going to do a YouTube video and it's going to be mentioned in that remix newsletter you mentioned. And so like those things are huge. And, they can uh, be, I, I, I don't, I don't really have high expectations. Like no, I, 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 I'm, I'm hoping that they can be as effective as like, at, we're going to do our best to make them the best that we can. Because again, the point is like, I'm really proud of the course and I think a lot of people yeah. would benefit a lot from it. Yeah. And, but the problem is, is, is the spring thing. And if, yeah, yeah. if you came out with a banger react course tomorrow and then started talking about it, it's like nobody knows you for react you haven't been tweeting or talking about react there there's a ceiling that the spring pushes up right compressing the spring pushes up the ceiling of the launch a lot and so the potential the the yield of any marketing efforts we do now now that the course is is out there i just think it's like it's just the ceiling is a lot lower so i don't want us to over invest in marketing if that right. makes sense mm -hmm. um you know, I was thinking about this, like, it's so funny because obviously like we're building courses that we think are important and teaching things that, you know, we think are important and it's good that our library is expanding with things, but it is hard to like market things once they've been launched. And I was thinking about like movie it's studios and, and Netflix, like, and like, and like TV networks and stuff. And like, I just finished watching the show, show Severance on Apple TV, which is like awesome. You should check it out, by the way. It's, I think you'd love it. It's like this kind of sci-fi thing, but it's really good. And, um, you know, TV studios and, and Netflix and, and networks like that, they, they, they hype up things that are coming. They get you right. excited about them. They run yeah. marketing campaigns around things that are coming. And, and then they, they launch them. And when they launch them, they're featured on the home screen of the app or whatever. But if I were to sit down, like Enrique, actually, our, our mutual friend, Enrique told me about uh, Severance and he was like, dude, you would love this show. And I did. It's been out for like a couple of years. 
So uh-huh. if I was going down to sit down and find a new TV show, the it would actually be great if the marketing material or whatever directed me to that. But that's not what these sh- networks do. They no. they 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 focus on the launch and they build it up because it's new and exciting. And there's a group of people who who watch it when it comes out, and then maybe later they recommend it to friends or it spreads by word of mouth. But I I do think because this is something that we struggle with and there's a playbook here both from folks who are successful course launch creators and even just you know companies mm-hmm. and and everything that the the spring is important and that's why I'm excited about this like marketing campaign idea and that's why I don't want to overinvest in marketing a course that's like already out there even though i think it will even though i think this course will lead to lots of sales over the the lifetime of build ui because it's a good one we could also like redo it in a year for like a new version of remix like i know jeffrey does that with laracast and everything because a lot of the hard part is done because it's a a really cool app and the functionality is there so you know there's lots of things we can do to like keep sure to kind of remarket it or we could add bonus lessons to it but i'm just wanting us to flex that muscle of actually taking the deadlines and like planning seriously and so that's uh-huh. kind of where it, that was all coming from if that makes sense that, that's fair that's fair um how, how is your how are the financials if you're willing to talk about them like how how are the i know you said this it didn't give you that bump they were looking for uh i i like i didn't expect your, it to um right right because you know but i i still think it will it will help especially once i put a youtube sure. in, in a twitter thread and then the remix newsletter but um uh, we, we made enough money from the early bird pricing sale to carry us through the end of the year. So that's great. Got it. Okay. Um, I haven't looked recently uh, in October, but October included that month. So October is going to be one of our best months just because that was one of our best weeks. Um, gotcha. Okay. So, so it's nice because we're covered kind of through the end of the year and I just want to make sure that we use this time to practice this stuff. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, yeah. the goal really isn't right now. The goal is to make the sales work so that we can keep adding courses. But I almost feel like it's more important for us to just flex this muscle, you know? Okay. Uh, when you say you have till the end of the year, are you saying that's your full runway? Or are you saying that's just like from the early bird sale runway? All the cash in the bank, including the sale will carry us for a couple months. Got it. So to it's, the end it's of like, the year and then maybe like a little bit beyond. I see, I see. I see. But, so but like the site is still were... the, the site is still making money, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's nice that there was I think there was I mean there were some months over the summer where it was like you know we had like one month and then maybe we didn't know if oh maybe we'll have to not get paid next next month because we need to finish a course and there'll be a bump or we'll do a sponsored YouTube video and that will help us get to the 25k so that we can get our normal pay and, and everything but now we have a little bit extra so uh-huh. enough to pay us our salaries through the end of the year and then a little bit more you know got it so like uh, yeah if i was just trying to make sure i understand so if you like if you hypothetically do not install anything else this year exactly. you have to get like consulting in january at some point or something like that we probably have to get in like january or february yes exactly Okay. All right. All right. That that uh hopefully things Yeah, but every uh, month it's been getting I mean it's been it's been getting it's well yeah, that so that's that's like the question is like whereas like there were some months over the summer where it was like, you know, we don't have enough mo- money right now to pay ourselves next month. But then like, you know, we launched the course, uh the server components course and that gave us a bump. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah we still have it's only november 2nd so yeah yeah there's still no, no, two no, months I, I left yeah right no it but it's sense. not it like we sense. have six months of cash in the bank if we were to just not make exactly. any more money from the from the website but that's from not the, the yeah, plan. yeah. <laughs> gotcha. right of course of course of course gotcha. yeah okay so so that's kind of that's kind of how we're thinking about it and it feels really good to have four solid courses and people are still telling us, even at the new price point, it's like a great value, which is good because I want people to feel like that. And mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so it's just about trying to, with the Radix thing. Radix yep. is what people are asking for. It's something we use and we're excited about. And so we're going to start soon figuring out what that course is going to look like. And so I'm excited to just practice really like being realistic about what we can build and how we can share the stuff in a way that lets people know, like we're working on something and we want to make sure that it answers their questions and teaches them how to use it and everything. So yeah. all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. And when you say people have been asking for Radix, can I ask you like how, how many people have asked for this and on YouTube, it was on one YouTube? of the most, yeah, it's one of the most asked things, which is, we didn't even have it really on our roadmap. Um, we weren't even considering making, I mean, it wasn't even like we were thinking about what to make next, you know, a couple of months ago, maybe over the summer or whatever. And we had some ideas and I was playing with Radix and I would make some videos where I added like a drop down or a cool modal treatment. And those are some of my most popular and people were like, I want to see more Radix videos. How many people? I, Do I, I don't know. I'm I'm just curious what like um because it's something it's I've just, been struggling it, with right like how do you how do you gauge demand for something is it mm -hmm. is it like I, uh, you know five people have commented on this this is like six hundred people do you have a kind of a, a gut sense of how many people Doesn't more than five less than six hundred but I you know I read all my comments and so I I uh -huh. guess I just have an intuition of what people are excited about and what people want to see more of I know sure. people always ask the number one thing would probably be my my VS Code tips and workflow. In yep. terms of just if I had to tell you like what people on YouTube are asking the most about, right. um, but Radix is probably number two. Got it. Okay. So right. basically, it was enough. You know, it was enough that it was like, and it's just in our wheelhouse, and it just it it meshes nicely with the other stuff we teach. Um. So. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be a blast. Like it, we could do. There's there's so many ideas we have, but for example. We could do a course where we add like a modal to the remix app we just built, where when you add a new entry to the work journal or edit one, it shows up in a modal. And then on, on mobile, the modal animates up from the bottom, like a drawer, the way you would see a, a drawer on iPhone. And then yep. on desktop, it shows it in the middle and then we can animate it with frame or motion. So Showing how to put all those pieces together, it's cool because it, it would be touching on Remix and Framer Motion and Radix, which are all things now that we teach. And it would just be like a baller UI. And so that's kind of like, that's kind of the stuff that I get excited about, like just building these really polished interactions and all the pieces are there. So that that's the kind of thing that we're thinking about. Sure, know? sure, sure. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I was just curious um, how you're gauging demand. That, same, so, so same, I, same thing I guess you asked answer, me last time, right? It's like, why do you yes, want to do a yes. TDD course? And I'm like, because I think it'd be useful and I like it and right. all this stuff. And you're like, well, like put a tweet out there or something. So I was just curious where you're right, getting right, your, your numbers right. from. Or your, and so you're, yes. you, it's mostly YouTube comments. It's a com Yes. It's it, anywhere it, between... <laughs> <laughs> you know it's at least 100 people? I don't know. You have a lot I, more YouTube followers than I do. So I just don't know what the number of like, what's a normal kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I, I don't I don't have a number, but I've made... A hand, probably like a half a dozen Radix videos this point over the last year or so. Got it. And, you know, I've put demos out there on Twitter and I just, it's more of just having paid attention to what people say, you know, and, and what people, what gets people's attention and what does, which tweets do well in terms of getting interest and attention and which YouTube videos do well. Um, in combination with knowing that people like making things that are, are polished and, and have animation mm -hmm. and the interaction design, all of those right. things, those are all guiding the decision, right? Gotcha. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's that's where the judgment came from. And, and, and also, as we talked about in the marketing campaigns episode, like this is going to be like a 30 calendar day thing, right? Yep. Remix took me nine months. <laughs> um, right, right, right. This is going to be 30 calendar days. And we're going to scope and launch it and uh -huh. we're going to get feedback and learn and then do something next. So if it turns out we should have done, you know, whatever, another whatever, tailwind another course shot, instead. Right, yeah. yeah, we're going to have another yeah. shot in 30 days. So right. it's not a big deal. Um, yeah. And we're going to get better again, like just at just scoping and shipping faster and not having not doing a lot of work. That's aimless, right? That's what it felt like. It felt For like sure. we've been doing a lot of work, especially like the summer. And when we were trying to figure out what to do with the, with the new model and everything, there was a lot of aimless work. And yeah. so, yeah, that's totally like, get that. 
yep, that's that's kind of that's kind of where we're at. Okay, all right, makes sense. Makes sense. I appreciate cool, the pushback, man. though. I mean, I'm just I'm still like you know we we had a long good talk yeah. processing all this stuff, and um, I'm pretty happy with where with where the conversation ended. You know, um, nice. in yeah, spite just, of being frustrated with like feeling like the purpose of the remix course was was to teach, of course, but also to help sustain the business. And it kind of like failed on that account in a uh -huh. sense, you know, sure. so, so that's kind of what we spent time figuring out and talking through. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, man. That sounds good. I mean, you yeah. know, I, I like the idea of having multiple uh, at bats, like going again and again. Yeah. I think that that is crucial. Um, yes. It so. keeps it focused and it removes the pressure of like this time having to be a big thing and, and everything. Um, yeah. And, you know, we've launched four courses now and, you know, I don't know where this, I know people will buy this course and they'll right, we'll right, have right. A bump in the next week or two from, from the, the, the marketing that we are going to do in the newsletter. Yeah. But if we have an at bat every 30 days and those courses do around the same as our first three courses have done, or, you know, I think Ryan's course is a good example because it was more compressed and, and it, it was great sure. you know people liked it and enjoyed it and if that keeps working like that then the model is going to work you know so yep yeah, yeah, yeah. makes sense yeah cool man cool all right did you see my meme from NextConf? i did not see that i t you told me you became a meme but i have not seen uh, any meme i, I guess it didn't <laughs> flow in my circles what was your meme about it was about writing sql and javascript <laughs> uh elaborate here, I'm going to put this in, into Slack right now. What, why are you... Uh... Click on this in Twitter. Look at this thing. This went... This this was all over JavaScript. It was pretty funny. Let's see. Okay. I'm not sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. 3.6 million views. There's your buddy Sam right there in the corner. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a slide from my talk. You'll have to watch the talk. That's a but, hilarious um, thing. Right. <laughs> you should look at some of the quote tweets. <laughs> if you view quotes, it's, it is the year. People, oh my gosh, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll have to include this. Anyway, in the show notes well, yeah, so that people can uh, can go deeper there. And uh, yeah. what is <laughs> you really uh, Gen Z PHP? This is hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Oh, it's pretty good. good. Oh man! Uh, oh, you we were walking. Did, you did it, oh, man! Did it. You yeah. become. <laughs> you became, <laughs> you're famous. All right, that's good. Oh, I was walking around the after party at Next JS Cop, and someone came up and they're like, "Have you seen this?" And then I was just looking at it. It's pretty funny, man. Oh, that is good. That's good. Uh, cool, man. Oh, you want to give an update? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So my update. Um, or we can talk about the health insurance thing and then do an update next week for you. Or no, no. Let, let me give an update. The, the, the health cool. insurance. I was just curious if people, um, people who are uh, solopreneurs, are interested in like how how others do health insurance in the U.S. was a nightmare. Mm -hmm. uh, you mm -hmm. know that that kind of thing. But no, I think that's sort of uh, you know a little more boring and, and less interesting. But um, no, in terms of my update, I, so one of the things that I realized after our conversation a couple of weeks ago was that I was I was quite stressed stressing myself about like taking the next step i needed to figure it out and all this stuff i kind of which is you know it's fine i want to be uh, active like i want to have a good direction um mm -hmm. like you said i don't want to do aimless work that kind of mm -hmm. thing right like it feels like my days are just slipping by and i'm not really moving the needle kind of thing mm -hmm. um but i also realized i need to just kind of give myself a break um just in terms of like life circumstances and stuff and not putting mm -hmm. so much pressure on on just making mm -hmm. sure that i'm like squeezing every second out of the the day you know that i have um mm -hmm. I, mean, I, I don't know i, I kind of had a moment of indecision but this is sort of my plan right now moving forward i don't i don't think i need to go through like the whole process of evaluation but um so uh, d just a couple things like i was i was undecided right do i do more courses or or i you know maybe i do this like elixir streams website kind of thing and like i was trying to figure out what to do um 
I've sort of landed on a on a blend of this, and this maybe this is just like a delay tactic that I, without even realizing it's a delay tactic. But um, the Elixir Streams website, I'm enjoying it. I want to do those videos, and rather than add more Elixir content from all over the world, like maybe I'll do that later. Mm-hmm. For now, actually, what I what I was thinking about is doing more like um, just sponsorship. So it's I've collected a number of companies that do like sponsorship, meaning they put their logos on your website, right? You put their mm. logos on their website. They they uh, they have like a uh, you know you mention them in a tweet or you do or you know they go in the newsletter like all these things that are typical for other Elixir type things. Elixir forum has these things. The newsletters have these things, right? And I've been looking yeah, at ad all, spots, right? Like ad spots, basically, right? Um, they call them sponsors in like the in in the website. Like these are our sponsors, and you have a list of things. So mm-hmm. that's one venue I'm going to explore. I don't know how like. Um, I don't know how lucrative it would be, uh, but I think it might be a cool like. Oh, if I'm getting a few thousand dollars from that, like it really it again buys back some of my time, so that maybe mm-hmm. I can spend less of my time. Um, you know, like it's not like as one to one in terms of time as consulting is, right? Consulting is one to one. Yep. So yep. So idea yep. of finding something like that. So th- I like it's that disconnect. Idea. It's just dis- disconnected from your labor, like exactly hourly labor. Yeah. From hourly labor, exactly. So, so I like that idea. So that that's something I want to pursue. Again, I don't know. Like if, but that's a super low, uh, super low risk, right? This fails, whatever. Like, right. <laughs> I don't put sponsored people anymore. Like that's not a big deal. Um, I'm still making. I the, like the Videos, and I'm still, you know, like, it might be fine. So, so I like gonna, it, man. Yeah, I'm gonna start doing that. Um, I like. I the only thing I haven't done is just I, actually sending out the email. So I was looking at pricing, and I try. I'm trying to figure out what's a good price, like for the kinds of views that I have and all that stuff, which is, you know, it's still still relatively small, you know, relative to other websites and stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I get like over a thousand uniques uh, a month um, to the website. So that's not mm-hmm. bad. Um, you know, the, the, the newsletter is still small, but it's, it's growing every week. Um, it's like a, a little over 100 people right now, I think. Um, you know, Twitter presence, all that stuff. So, so that's Absolutely. one area. Um, but in the other area that I was trying to figure out, like, do I want to make another course? So I'm leaving the door open for this, for this one. I think again, they're complementary. So if I keep doing this website, one of the things that I might realize is like, there's a lot of demand for certain types of things. And then like, if some, if some videos are really watched, right, you, you, you can start kind of, um, creating courses for that. But the other thing I did is go out and actually try to find out if there is demand for mm-hmm. like what what are people looking for so i did two things that i think are interesting i don't know how much to trust the numbers right it, it, this is always like you're we're playing with such low numbers that i don't know that like statistical significance is a thing we can look for right mm-hmm. i think that's that's just kind of the the the, um, the reality of of the numbers we're playing with but in in any case so i went to the elixir forum and created a a uh a poll, just like what topic, you know, I, I said, I'm a creator of testing live view. I'm thinking about creating another course. What are people interested in? And nice. allow them to, to like select basically multiple things. Now, of course, what are people are interested in versus actually paying? You know, there's a gap there. Right. But, uh, but like I, you know, as expected, machine learning was um, highest, but tied with OTP. OTP is like, um, uh, it's part of it's basically you can think about uh, you can think of it in terms of like all the process uh, stuff that elixir that you can do with elixir um and like supervision trees and all this stuff so anyway it's it's a really cool thing so both of those got 39 percent of the votes so there's 78 votes uh 78, 78 voters and they could select multiple ones so there was like 212 votes total uh and 39 percent wanted machine learning 39 percent wanted otp uh, 33 was refactoring, which was interesting. Um, a couple other things like live view 26%, which is interesting because there's a live view course and I think it's pretty good. So I don't know, you know, there's questions there. TDD came in at 24% and there's other things, right? And then I also gave like, if you want something this else, is, please. This re- is cool. I'm, to the um, yep. I, I just actually, found it on the, on the you forum. Found it. Yeah. It's a I lot sh- of activity. I should, I should send it to you actually. Yeah. Yeah. We can put it on the show this notes is cool, as well. man. Yeah, so I did that, right? So that's one thing I did to get a sense. So OTP is like, okay, that came up as a potential. Like, I could make a course on that. Uh, that could be kind of interesting. Seems like there's interest there. The question is, like, what kind of OTP? I don't know. People sometimes 
are talking about like super advanced concepts. What is that one-time password? There's what is OTP? Some, OTP is uh, it's Open Telecom, like a, a platform. Oh. This is it, it comes from Erlang. It, that, ah. that, that's why I said you can think of it in terms of like OTP is really a set of like abstractions and libraries that allow you to like that are built on top of the um, currency primitives of Elixir. So you like I don't thought it was one-time password. I was like, why <laughs> is everyone so interested? <laughs> why is everyone? Yeah, no, no. It's uh, it's like it, the it, it's like the Erlang VM, like how you can do all these things at the same time right. and whatever. It's like yeah, yeah the basic, the most basic concurrency things in OTP primitives. Can be. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you can start with the concurrency primitives. That's not OTP. OTP is kind of like the libraries that were built on top of that, but they're like so gotcha. standard. You're, they're almost basically like, you can, you can think of them as almost like concurrency primitives. They're not the concurrency gotcha. primitives, but but it's, um, it's something like that. Uh, so I think that's interesting. But then I did cool. something. I, I did one other thing to get at that. So I have, uh, I, I wrote a TDD Phoenix book a long time ago. Right, mm-hmm. 2017 or 19, I don't remember. And it has a sign-up form at the bottom if you want to get updates about it that I haven't done in a little while, right? I think the last time I did an update was probably like a, a few years ago. Um, and so I grabbed that list of people, which was, I think, close to 200. It might, might have been a little bit less. I think it was close to 200. Um, and uh, I just sent an email because I hadn't sent an email in a long time. And I said, hey... Uh, I wish I wish I pull, I had pulled it up. Basically, I said like, "Hey, the, the the title was Would you buy a test uh, TDD Phoenix course?' Right? I just want to see if there's interest in this, because I said I would like to do this course. Um, and I said, "Look, this is not a yeah, I might be interested. It's like this is a shut up and take my money. Like, do you mm-hmm. if 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 that's what you want to do, can you reply yes to this email? That's all, right? You're not committing. You know, I just want to mm-hmm. see like if anybody even." Like if they don't reply, <laughs> they're not gonna buy. It. But mm-hmm. if they reply, uh, so anyway, I got like 19 people that basically said, "Yeah, shut up." And oh, that's my cool. Money. So that was interesting. That was interesting. It was like, okay, there's there's some people here. Nice. Um, and what was the topic again? The TDD Test Room Development. Ah, with Phoenix. But like a, yeah, yeah. Oh, with Phoenix, because yours is with just Elixir. No, no, no. It's with Phoenix. Oh, you have the book. You have the book. It's a the, book, and, and it's, it's a book, and it's really that. outdated. Yeah, it's outdated. Right. So, right, right, right. Um, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So, nice. yeah, I said like, would you buy a TDD Phoenix course? Would you buy immediately? I said no. That this isn't a yeah. Maybe I'd get it at some point in the future, but rather hell yeah. Stop talking and take my money. Yeah, um, nice. You know, I said if if so, can you reply to this email? And say yes. Um, nice. And you got nineteen. You know. That's cool, man. Um, yeah. So anyway, I just. Get, get, you know, trying to get a, a sense keeping it open, it, but trying to get a sense of things. Is yeah. there a demand there? So I think mm-hmm. OTP, TDD. There's some demand there. How real these numbers are? Again, I think we're dealing with such low numbers that you can't. I'm not sure you can get statistical significance from any of these things. Basically, right? Uh, I don't know what the, the the margin of error is here, but um, but anyway, I I, th- I, I was interested in, in the replies and uh i think if i do another course which you know which i'm really open to and i'm basically exploring the the, the extra streams thing and then i might do a course um i think i would do it on otp or tdd uh, at this point just because kind of getting a mm-hmm. um based on the interest there nice um i think that sounds good about keeping it open for now um we can talk more about this next time but there was a the rework podcast episode where dhh yeah. and, and jason free talked about content marketing and how much they hate that term and yep yep i, I listened to it it's really good and i think it has a lot of lessons for us actually but i think at a high level since you enjoy doing elixir streams right now and it's something you both enjoy and something that people seem to like that keeping that up without being like, how can I be strategic about this? Like, how can I yeah, be- funnel these readers into a newsletter? Like, that was something that right. Jason and DHH said that really resonated with me because that, when you start doing that sort of thing, sometimes it can take away the drive and remove some of the authenticity. And as smaller businesses and creators, like that sure. is important. And so I think if you can keep that up, then the other stuff will it'll help answer the other questions. But yeah. given that you like doing it now, 
I would, I would optimize for that. If you have something to share, you have a place to share it and you're not really thinking about a funnel. You're just being helpful and getting for more sure. stuff out there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I listen to the podcast. I, I don't agree with everything they're saying. I think there's sort of, um, I think there's sort of two minds in this, in this kind of thing, like the building an audience approach. Um, I think it's great if you have an audience, I think absolutely agree with them that you don't want to do it in a, uh, disingenuous way right like if right. it's just it, like and people see through it right if you're right. just doing it to to be a funnel to a business like the, that's why right. they how they use the term content marketing right then you know uh, yeah it, 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 it can be it can be too transparent and like right you know it, it doesn't land well on people ineffective but, right 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 but they're they're speaking from i i, I don't know i, I kind of don't like, like they're speaking from a place where they it was great for them but it took a long, right? It takes a long time. I and I guess what I'm trying to say is, I think there is another way of building businesses, which is yeah, you can, you can do content marketing in the in the right way, right? You're not necessarily doing it the wrong way. You actually provide, you know, um, but you can also pay for ads. Like they they mentioned yes. that they never paid for anything. Like you, I think it's valid to do that. I think you can you can build businesses complete, you know, with the opposite approach, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, no, it's not a bad it's not a bad thing. It's right. It's it's just that. Um, I mean, look, look. It's. I, I just, I just like to clarify. It's just like I don't think you need an audience for a business. You don't need no. to build an audience. Like I think it's great no. if you have an audience, and I think if you're doing it, you should do it in a genuine way. Like I totally agree with that. You know that kind of aspect of it. But I don't want to. I think sometimes people hear that and they think, oh, like I shouldn't do ads, like or it's negative or or whatever, right? Like there's other ways of of consumer acquisition if you will um and those words sound dirty sometimes but at the same time like that's you know it, all you're no, trying it's to used, do is you're it, trying it to is used it's useful um it's useful and and of course like i i i think folks like them and you know other creators that i see online launching courses who do the audience stuff well maybe it comes nat more naturally to them they have a better instinct for mm. how to do that in a way that is like, they don't really have to think strategically about it, but maybe yeah. for people like me where it's, that's not something that comes as natural to a lot of other things that I can do easily. If I put my mind to it, this is like not something that is, I have to think more strategically about it. And there is a tension. Like if the reason you're doing the Elixir streams is because you want to sustain a teaching business, then you do have, there's a tension between being strategic and like, would you do this this specific way if there wasn't a goal of like starting a business and like maybe the answer is no and that's fine but i think it's true that there's different ways to market a business to make people find out about it ultimately is what we're talking about and find people yeah. who are a good fit and their audience approach with just like purely authentic writing is one way and ads is another but you do need to market your product and if you are going to sure. sell a course on your own then oh, yeah. you have to market it. And Abs if you don't yeah. have an audience and you're going to use ads, then you have to figure out how to do that because it's not obvious. Like you just have to, you know what I'm saying? So I agree with you. Uh, you absolutely. Business, yeah, yeah. You can start a business with ads and a lot of companies do, but I don't know how to do that with selling a course because I've never done it. And I've no. never really seen people do it. And then there's also the option of building a course and using someone else's platform so that the marketing is taken care of. But yeah, you know, no. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's if we're talking about courses in particular, I think that yeah. is a lot about so trust. And course. so like yes. Yeah, trust is like crucial and for that like mm -hmm. having an audience is where you start mm -hmm. having, you know, building that trust. Mm -hmm. So I think it's mm -hmm. I think if like yeah, I, I don't know how you make courses that are extremely successful without that component. Right. So I, I just mean other businesses, right? Like that, Yeah, like, oh, other businesses that. for sure. And like they they said that, you know, they they said that like especially businesses that are more I guess standard or farther along like they're not needing to share their thoughts on things and build tr trust in the same way that they do. But I, I thought it was useful to think because we are more in that like solo creator space and you know, for sure. I yeah. think that approach is pretty relevant. Even if anyways, the, the takeaway is not, there's one right way to do it. My takeaway was because you like doing the Elixir streams and because it's something that you're driven to do naturally and are enjoying and you're not feeling like, the way I am about YouTube right now, which is like mm -hmm. trying to over make it feel over strategic and which makes it not fun and that you don't want to do it. 
as opposed to when I was just doing my side projects, which I want to get back to when we can talk sure. about this maybe next yeah, episode. Yeah. But I think if you can find something that serves to market that your business, but it also feels fun and is something that you're naturally driven to do. That is a good recipe for people like us. That's kind of, that was my takeaway from the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I, and I totally agree. I, I and think you like, right. And you like writing too, you know? And so that's yeah, that, good I, too. I, right. I like writing and I, I think I'm still getting used to the video stuff. So I, I think we'll see, but no, I totally agree with that. I think if we can do but it, but like compared, compared to like when we were talking, you were talking about like curating videos and, you're, all, yep. you're kind of starting out thinking strategically in terms of how could it support a business. And it's like, oh, is this really something I want to do? Right. You know what I mean? As right, opposed yeah, to sure. like the writing yeah. and, the, and the teaching, which comes naturally. You like it's intrinsically motivating, all that good stuff. So that feels better to me as a place to spend your time now while the question's still open about what course or what to do next. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. That makes sense. That makes sense. I, I agree with that. I agree with that cool. for sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Cool. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, I did. Sounds like a good stopping place, right? Yes, definitely. I'm going to be, I have to pack for, I have to pack for cold weather. It's snowing in Denver right now. Oh man. You're not, it's not cold in New York city right now. It's, it's uh well right now it's actually 38. It, it has gotten a little bit chilly, but it's been nice. The sun's out. So I like this time of year in New York. Um, it did get a little a little colder but it's still like not too crazy not windy and, and the sun's out so that's I, I like walking around but it's like literally snowing there but i'm going to red rocks man yeah. i've never been to red rocks before oh nice 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 yeah yeah. i've heard beautiful things about it i have not been either but um it looks awesome it looks are you, so go, awesome. are you going to concert what are you going for yeah i'm going to see dead mouse as a dj it's like uh-huh. electronic music i saw him this summer and um he was amazing it was like one of the best it was like the best dj set i've ever seen so uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome show. I can I already know it. Interesting, huh? How does he perform no. if he's dead? <laughs> okay. All right. With that, uh, that, that to joke up. to end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, All right, get, great catching up, man. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for chatting, man. All right, dude. Have a great weekend. All right, you too. Man. See All you. Right. Bye.